0: After the success of The line the Witch, and the Wardrobe, director Andrew Adamson set out to make a film that would be more spectacular than its predecessor. Was it? That was Prince Caspian. And this is Fellas! Saddle up with Mickey and me As we head on an adventure in Odyssey We'll focus on the family with a veggie tale Everybody, and welcome to Godfellas, the podcast that gets into fights on the subway. I'm Mr. Zach.
1: I'm Queen Hannah the Non Confrontational.
0: All right. And tonight we are talking about Prince Caspian. So, after taking like a year gap after talking about <laughs> Line the Witch in the Wardrobe, we are back to talk about Prince Caspian. And uh, we were actually on our friend's podcast talking about Narnia, and it just Came into our minds that we should do Prince Caspian. And who are these friends? <laughs> Why don't I introduce them right now, oh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen? Back when I thought about making friends with other podcasts uh, a few years ago, I I just stumbled across uh, this podcast that had an amazing uh, marketing. Campaign and listen to their show, and I was like, I feel like I'd be friends with these people. I feel, I feel like we'd get along. And uh, spoiler alert, we did. They are um, your favorite source for. You got <laughs> it. Semi uneducated. One Mildly of pretentious and highly unqualified <laughs> opinions about movies. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for Noah Heisinger and Caleb Fanef, a.k.a. the secondhand film critics. Woo!
2: We're here. Wow, thank you. Ready to challenge anyone to a one-on-one fight for the future of the country.
0: <laughs> anyone? Anyone. Yeah. Wow. Are you running for office, Noah? <laughs> no, but I think
2: that's how we should start deciding it, is... One-on-one battles in the middle of a green field.
0: I mean, when did that go out of style? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, again, we did talk about Chronicles of Narnia, The Witch in the Wardrobe, on your podcast. Mm-hmm. Yes, we and, did. And it's, it's interesting, because right after watching the first one, Hannah and I, we were immediately like, well, let's watch Prince But on Caspian. the second, yeah, keep it, like, it rolling. <laughs> It propelled us into the uh, into the next one. We
1: even said, "Let's watch Voyage of the Dawn Treader."
0: Mm, that oh, is something no man. one should ever say.
1: <laughs> uh, and we did. Yeah, we watched it. We yeah. did. Yeah, but we're not here to talk about that one.
0: No, we're we're not. We are Thankfully. here to talk about <laughs> Prince Caspian. But uh, you know, secondhand film critics—they've been on the show a whole bunch. Um, so something I, I do want to plug is Noah recently uh released some really great new music under his uh his alias uh Before Jane there uh yeah it's it's really good I think and I'm not just blowing smoke I think this is like the best music you've ever written like Thank you I said the yeah. same thing Wow yeah I
1: can confirm that Zach said that in the car <laughs> I also agree it's very good Thank
0: yeah, you Yeah like I was I was I was playing it and Hannah was like what is this and I was just like do you like it she's like this sounds really good I was like it's Noah's wow. and she was like oh Yeah Wow Thank so, you. Yeah, that means a lot. Go check that. We'll we'll put a link in the in the show notes. But we'll also put
1: a yeah. link to the episode that we uh, guessed it on. For right. The one. Yeah. yeah.
2: If you want to hear our thoughts on a good movie, maybe you can listen to that.
1: <laughs> <Woo-hoo-hoo>.
0: <laughs> wow. Yeah. We we ended up uh, pretty positive on the first one. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't remember any ruins in Narnia
0: wonder who lived here I
3: think we did I think it's time we found out what went on here
0: who are you
3: I am prince gaspian
0: i I don't know if you would echo this, but did you all did you all read the books the the yeah yeah
3: it's been a while
0: I never I never enjoyed reading Prince Caspian. That one was always like, "Why is this one that like hmm. people remember?" Because it's essentially kids walking around in the garden. It's like the Star Wars prequels, but like without Star Wars. So hmm. I, I was never a fan of Prince Caspian. I remember and, there was a lot of eating. Yeah. Do you remember? I a feel lot. like
2: there was a lot of food in Prince Caspian and descriptions of food. That's all yeah. I remember about it. Yeah.
3: yeah, it's definitely one of the weakest of, like, if you stick them all beside each other, I think it's easily one of the weakest of the whole series, and yeah. one of the most boring. It just is, like, it's not as good. It's been a while since I've read it, like, quite a few years. I think the thing that always stuck out to me was the line when he is going to make Caspian King, and Caspian's like, I'm not ready. And he's like, that's what makes you ready to be king. Because if you had said mm. that you're ready, then you would not have been ready. And for some reason, I always love that line.
0: And then they kind of
3: botched it in the movie. And I'm, I'm like, Uh ah, mm. no, the line is so good in the book. But in the movie, it just like is such a little fleeting moment. Mm.
1: Mm. Yeah. Mm.
0: Yeah. Hannah, did you read Prince Caspian or not? Um,
3: I
1: had Prince Caspian read to me, like hmm. in fifth grade. As a punishment.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, no,
1: no. <laughs> um in fifth grade, like, we had it read to us. Um and uh, you no, know, I, I mean I don't really like reading that much, dare I say. Reading's not really my favorite. And especially having something read to me. Which is mm. weird because I'll listen to an audiobook, but like if it's like a teacher reading it to me, mm, yeah. I'm for sure. yeah.
2: Teachers aren't very good at that.
1: Yeah. No. I was more the fan of Horse and His Boy. Oh, no. really?
2: Not. I'm not so a. Ho- I was not a Horse and His Boy fan.
3: I don't know. There was something That's about my, it. It just like, threw me in. Yep, that one is probably my favorite, and also The Magician's Nephew. Those are yeah. my yeah. two crowning jewels of the series. I would love to revisit them now, though, because every time mm, yeah. that I've read them previously. I was very immersed in church culture when I read them, even mm. if I was in different phases of my life, so obviously mm. I read them or listened to the audiobook um when I was in elementary school, probably would be the earliest, and then you know middle school and high school reread them and then I reread them again in college, so it'd be interesting to read them now that I'm not like in that kind mm. of circle anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And see what kind of perspectives I take from it. Sure. I I thought it was weird just
1: with my own learning. We all I, I only went to Christian school growing up. I'm showing my hand. Uh mm. but it was weird. I went to the same school from fifth grade to eighth grade. And at that school we read we I mean I had seen Lion Witch in the wardrobe at that point. Um, but we read The Line, The Witch in the Wardrobe and Prince Caspian in fifth grade. And then I chose to read Horse and His Boy in fifth grade as well. But then like we didn't have any of the other books assigned. But then for eighth grade summer reading, like you had to read the final battle. And it's Hmm. like
3: I don't even know who Jill is. The last battle. (laughs) Yeah.
1: The last
0: battle oh, is Yeah, last battle. I think I
2: already said this on the last podcast. It's kind of the rise of the of Skywalker of the of the series yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. With like everyone yeah. at the end like it's weird. That I think um Yeah, Prince Caspian is definitely the one that is the least memorable to me just because there's nothing that like distinguishes it from the others. All the other 6 yeah. have very like sp- distinguishable qualities and Prince Caspian just feels like the sequel to Lion, the Witch, in the Wardrobe like that is not mm-hmm. as good, but at least it has the characters that you like. Um, that's what well, it feels
0: like. I, and I mean, it's so interesting that the British Broadcasting Company combined Prince Caspian with Voyage of the Dawn Treader and just made huh. that one piece of the miniseries, which I thought was like brilliant. And I was like, man, if you're... If you're making these movies, like, no one wants to watch a full-length Prince Caspian movie. Yeah. And, like, no one really wants to watch a full- Like, merge the two together and you would have, like, a pretty cool movie with, like, a lot of exciting stuff going on. Well, but, this one um, is so
3: yeah. long. Like, oh, the, I don't it's understand why- one of the longest movies I feel like I've ever seen. They literally could have cut out probably <laughs> 45 minutes and haven't yeah. been so much better.
0: This one I remember, and it's interesting. I I think this was um, a youth group movie. Oh, uh, we yeah. A youth group to see it, of yeah. course. And of course, everyone had read the book. And afterwards, I remember kind of going like, I thought it was okay, but everyone else was, was just like, it deviated from the book so much, and I hated it. I was like, for real? Like you wanted to see them walk around in a garden, for, right? So, in some elements, I like that the movie like gets i like how the movie like just takes off running at the beginning mm. like right away even like re-watching it it kind of tricked me where i was like oh this is going to be really good because <laughs> like it's it starts like the movie's going yeah. like, there's a sense of danger there's peril and i was like okay like really enjoying myself and then we get to like the pevensey children and i think this is my first issue is that edmund Doesn't have anything to do Uh anymore, so he goes from being like the most interesting character in the first one to now like just kind of being like, Mm.
2: I disagree. What's up, everyone? Edmund is the only character in this movie that I was every time he's on screen. I was like, this is this is what I'm here
0: for.
3: Well, no, and I agree (laughs) with that, and I agree with Zach too because I do think they underutilized him because every scene he was in, he was so funny. Yeah, he was so oh, absolutely. And it's like. My guy, like, why, yeah. he is so much better than Peter. Like, why yeah. do we keep putting stinking Peter, Peter in he's, here? And he's easily it was like
2: the best actor, too. Like, you can tell. Easily. Like, easily he's easy. really, he's much better than the other three.
1: We had like, sad boy Edmund. Mm. Like, quiet boy Edmund. E- emo right? Edmund. Oh, yeah, well, well, I didn't listen to Lucy last time. So.
0: Well, that was the other <laughs> thing with Lucy, is that, like, now that she's in that, like, weird like, just stage of her life. It's not like... Or just annoying. I, I, I think she's kind of just annoying in this one. That's true. Like,
3: well, and, I, like, I was, my yeah. thing is about this is that she grew up with them as well, and yeah. so she clearly also was an adult who knew right. how to fight at some point, point. and so I mm-hmm. don't understand why we're putting her back in this and being like, little Lucy, because, like, mm-hmm. she was at the same level as they were when they were adults leaving Narnia, mm. So that's a little weird to me. I do I was very annoyed that like no one was listening to her though the whole yeah. time because yeah. I was like we went through this. You're supposed <laughs> yeah. to listen to Lucy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: One of the I remember watching the the audio commentary when I was younger and the director being like I was always fascinated with the idea of like uh Peter having to go from like high king to high school and I was like I wish you would like I know, didn't explore that at all. That a though, little though, better like... rather than just having them fight and then I mean like after he bumped me, he, I was like, oh, you're kind of, like, unlikable. Like, you're an unlikable dude.
1: <laughs> like, not to loop back to the Edmund thing, but yeah. I think we made a really good point. I think I definitely agree that Edmund is underutilized Um, because this man has perspective on, like, decision-making, mm. you know, redemption. He was shown grace by everyone. Like, people forgave him for what happened. Like, I. That's a traumatic experience that you learn from. He definitely has more insight to be a leader. Where Peter's just like, <laughs>
3: you know. Like, <laughs> well, and I love how humble he is too. Because yeah. Edmund like when he breaks the ice or whatever, oh, he's I just like, great. Scene. You know, you're welcome, basically. And then yeah. also when he <laughs> takes the scroll to the guy, he's like, well, he makes the quip where he's like, it's King actually. And then he's Mm -hmm. like, well, Peter's high king. But, like, he doesn't care that Peter's the high king. Right. He's like, yeah, I'm a king, but, like, I'm not in charge, and it is what it is. And I appreciate Mm -hmm. that so much because you can tell between the first movie where all he wanted was power and now is he's not about that at all. He's Mm -hmm. like, I'm here for Narnia. I'm here to do the right thing. I'm here to believe in Lucy. And it's like, wow, he is the king.
0: Just, yeah, yeah." It's, you know, it's interesting because I was thinking about, and I think, I don't remember if we talked about that, this on, on your podcast or on another one, but just the idea that this doesn't really work as a franchise, like, especially a film one, because, you know, you want to, like, if you want to see all the characters you loved from the first one, well, here's the four who are kind of like the, the you, like you're seeing everything through their eyes and none of them are particularly like that fun to watch. So like all the characters who are fun, Mr. and Mrs. Beaver, Mr. Tumness, they're yeah. all dead. Yeah. <laughs> so L. you're not gonna get to see them. And also it's like, well, hey, did you love the world of Narnia? It's been taken over by the the Talmarines. So mm. there's there's a big like so everything that I like about the first movie is gone and now I just have this like really dark, like depressing flick. Like Yeah. Okay.
1: Yay. <laughs> I remember this came out in what, two thousand eight?
0: I think so. Yeah, yeah.
1: So right I...
0: Right before... A few months before uh, The Dark Knight came out, because uh, that was the first time I saw a Dark Knight trailer. was during Wow, Prince that's Castium. crazy. Yeah.
1: I remember seeing, like, because I, I liked the first one, but it scared me a little bit. I was also really young when it came out. So I was, like, 10 for this one. Had some years, you know? Mm-hmm. I, was, I was ready. I saw the trailer with, like, the cool Switchfoot song, and I was like... <laughs> I'm on board. This is home. Home. Yeah, like they're at the train
0: station. Yeah,
1: (laughs) and I felt like I was like Gypped I like I got there and I was like, "What is this? This isn't Narnia." Like, so I think you make a great point. Like, uh, oh yeah, without knowing what the like the books are like, you're not you're not getting the same Narnia you knew.
0: But now that being said, I thought all the stuff with Caspian and like the badger and the dwarves and like the Narnians in hiding was the stuff I was most interested in. I once it was good, but that was definitely when I was like, "Oh, cool, like we have Cheap and all these other mm. like, you know, things I remember from the first one that I liked so much, and now they're they're in hiding." Like that's kind of cool. The thing is, I don't feel like that's ever really established. So it's like, it would have been worth like maybe you us spending more time with these characters and then getting to the, the Pevensey children later, you know? Yeah, Yeah. I think that Caspian, like the way, ben barnes plays him like he does a good job and he's very good looking mm, uh, don't i disagree I don't I don't on both not think I, I don't know okay. if he does a good job of, i wouldn't say that i,
3: I mean i think I he have, does a
0: better job than peter like well yeah i end can end agree much with though. that yeah. Yeah.
3: um i for some i don't know what it is about ben barnes even when i was a kid I just could never find the dude attractive and I did not understand why everyone else was like, "Oh my god, Ben Barnes as Prince Caspian." I agree with that. And I like even <laughs> now watching it as an adult, I'm like, I st- I still don't get it. And then now that we heard in the past few months that Andrew mm. Garfield could have been Prince Caspian, man.
2: And yep, then we was robbed. not.
3: I was like, no, this could have been my holy grail as a child if Andrew yep. Garfield had been Caspian.
0: Re- I feel like that might have shot him in the foot, though, a little bit. No, no I, don't so. I, this I don't think so. I think he would have killed it so carried much. It I, don't see him, I don't see him as Caspian, like, at all, at all. I'm trying to imagine it, and I, like... <laughs> I don't see it. Well, I think it. it's hard in this but, movie
2: because they are so focused on the Pevensey children because they think that's why people are there. But Prince Caspian mm. is really, like, the the reason that the story is being written. Because, like, yeah. there's yeah. the Pevensey children don't really do anything. Like, there's no arc that they have. They just kind of show up. Yeah. They try to do an arc for Peter, but, like, I don't think that one makes sense. And so I think they kind of sideline their own titular character. Because they think that the returning characters yeah. are like, Well, these are the ones people want to see more of, so we gotta show a battle with Peter. Like, why wouldn't I if they're already changing the book, why wouldn't they just make that a battle with Caspian? Like that would have been a better scene. If that's Yeah. I just think that they it's well, hard for me to say I, that he did a bad job because I don't I think like we don't even get to see him do anything in this movie, really.
0: Well, well also like you've told me how bad king miraz is but i haven't seen it you know like i saw him slap peter dinklage and that's it Mm. so there's a sense of if you want to show me he's the bad guy who needs to be beaten like that's the thing like the white witch is so like evil that you want to see the bad guy get defeated miraz is like yeah like he doesn't seem like a very nice dude to hang out with but his own people don't even like him (sighs) Yeah, so there's so he doesn't have anyone's support it's kind of like uh, well if they don't care why do I have to care so I, I just wish that they had found a way to make the villain more menacing Be, yeah because and again like I'm sorry when I see like all the minotaurs and centaurs and the trees and all this stuff I'm like how are the how are the humans? <laughs> How <laughs> are the humans going to stand a chance against these guys? I don't get it.
1: Yeah, I feel like there's just so much going on
2: yeah.
0: in this mm. one. and You know what? You say that. I feel like there's so much going on and, and
2: yet nothing. nothing. Yeah, and, and yet nothing, nothing happens in yeah. the entire movie.
0: Yeah. yeah. Because like, I think I yelled out while we were watching. I was like, yo, what's this movie about? Like, uh, yeah,
2: exactly. I don't know. It just to, stuff happens. Like, and well, to, you just like, go. To go
0: back to, to, to go back to like the Dark Knight trilogy. <laughs> what I love about, what I love about that trilogy is you can like, literally in one word say what each movie's about so like the first one is like you know fear second one limits the third one hope lion the witch in the wardrobe is like about like childhood wonder kind of and like growing up coming of age yeah. and this one yeah. it, and this one it's like what is what is this one about or what's it even supposed to be about like
3: yeah i think the biggest yeah. miss was The first one, I think, did capture a lot of that like childlike wonder and whimsy and creating a world that you wanted to be in. And then instead of doing that with the second one, they were like, blockbuster, Mm, we gotta make it cool, like Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter, and then instead Mm. it just like lost all the charm that Narnia is because like I said on our episode is I felt like all the very like practical effects of the first one Mm. Mm -hmm. um, where they're doing these long shots in the sky and everything's bright they lost all of that in this one like it's so dark and brooding and it's like
2: yeah and the sets are so bad you're not making
3: me root for Narnia here like what is going on
2: the sets are, like, really... Like, the final battle takes place on what? Like, a Windows Vista, like, landscape? Like, they're just <laughs> in the middle of a green field. Like, it's so obvious that this is just green screen, and they just place them here. Like, yeah because there's no the green sense field of space looked, or anything. It just looks like a a green field of grass. Yeah, graphs. because it yeah. looked
3: fine in the first one. They fought in yeah. a field, yeah. and it looked right. amazing. They're and this one, is it's definitely. like... Oh my gosh. It's so, it's just so boring. Everything is so boring. They go in there in this like tomb thing and that is so boring and dark. And then they go back to the castle and that is gray and at night and boring and dark. And even when Peter's fighting the guy, it's like, everything is gray yeah. and it's like where is the fun there's no
0: long yeah, okay no long but co-
2: well the, the the scene with peter is good though like the battle with peter and him yeah, that's no, like I a think great that's a that good scene i still was when i was watching i was like wow this is pretty good because i remember that well, was like yeah. and i'll tell you
3: why because they it's the only scene that's creative and it's yeah. the only scene mm. where they try to do something that's not just like a normal blockbuster because mm. they do those weird perspective shots where it's like the guy's perspective and Peter's hitting his shield, but it's the camera or mm. it's that very slow motion kind of shutter frame, whatever frame rate stuff they do. And that stuff is really cool and creative Mm. and they don't do that in any of the rest of the movie. And I think that's the Uh, only reason that makes that scene like stand out a little bit.
2: Well, and is there anything cooler than Peter like be like, Surrend not wait, so because he asks for like surrender and he like gives it to him and then he tries to backstab him and he turns him around and stabs him anyway. That is so cool. That, that's cool. The, the way I don't know, like that scene is, I think, really good.
0: Well, I, I want to talk about another scene because, uh, you know, not to put anyone's business on Front Street, but it's a scene that like made Hannah cry and I was just like, this is doing nothing for me actually. And that's the scene when they storm the castle. And they're mm. all, like, you know, they're all getting killed. And, you know, Hannah was like, this is really powerful. And I was like, but I don't know any of these people. So, so it's just kind of like Peter was an idiot. And as a result, like, but and also, and Caspian was, I get that it's supposed to, like, show that there's consequences for their, like, actions for being poor rulers. But, like, maybe if I knew any of the characters' names mm. who are who are getting killed, rather than just, like, because they're like, we're ready to die for the cause. But I, it was very much like, if you're going to be killing off these people, let me at least, like, feel something for one of them. Mm. Like, give me one of them.
2: And what were the consequences you for mean- them? Like, what did they lose by that scene happening? Like, they didn't seem like they lost an army because they were able to still fight at the end. Like, it didn't seem like... yeah.
1: It, yeah for as much as like the Narnians are extinct right again like, obviously yeah. they wanted to
2: have emotional weight but I didn't feel like it really mattered because they were just like you said like just CGI characters yeah, that I, I had no idea I'd who think, they were
3: yeah I didn't
1: remember crying <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think why I cried was exactly that I attached to the fact that we are seeing people who <clears throat> we don't know anything about them that's the thing like these are people that we don't know what their circumstances are like. Right. Or creatures, you know, they're they, you know, they have a family. <laughs> That's
0: so cliché of
1: me. <laughs> you know, well, where, and
3: where was their I, life at and now they're just sure. Dead. And I think too like they show you um when they when they get back to the encampment. Yeah. And they show you I guess the wife of one of the mm, I maybe missed that. Um yeah. centaurs? Oh. Mm. And she starts crying and you assume that it was the centaur who was right there that the Mm. other centaur leader Mm. nodded at. But it was like, we should have seen a shot of him with his wife before. Yeah. Yeah. So then you kind of know, like, it gives Mm -hmm. you a little bit more weight. I do think that scene is very sad. I remember that scene being very striking as a kid, too, because, like, they're all just being led to the slaughter by Peter, basically.
0: And I mean for a kids movie, if you want to call it a kids movie, it does have a pretty high body count. Like it's pretty
3: So like, this uh, I this yeah, okay, this also bothers me a little bit <laughs> for that reason because mm-hmm. like so many Narnians get just like slaughtered in this movie. Yeah. And I don't remember that in the first one. Like I know that obviously Narnians died in the battle. But like they still make it extremely hopeful and Mm -hmm. like, you know, Lucy and Aslan heal the people that have been turned to stone and all that. Mm -hmm. But like this one, it's just like Mm -hmm. second after second, they're just like dropping like flies. And Mm -hmm. I don't know how much I like that, even though there should be consequences for Peter to like wake up and be like, oh, I did just make this mistake that got all these Narnians killed. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't, I think we could have done something different. I think there could have been a different situation and not like killing them all. And this is where I get worked up in that I
1: am hashtag team Edmund because Hmm? literally like Peter's so
3: arrogant. Yeah. He's
1: like, I'm the high king. I've done this before. They need us. He He's the worst. He's really annoying in this movie.
2: Oh my
3: God. Literally his leadership
1: skills are like,
3: Awful. And so, well, and then they get back from that and he's like.
2: Still blaming people. Trying to fight (laughs) Caspian. Yeah. And it's like,
3: shut up, Peter. Like, be a leader and be like, I'm sorry that I made a mistake and led all these people to their deaths. Mm -hmm. And they Mm -hmm. died for Um, the cause that, you know, I don't know. It's very frustrating. Peter's awful.
2: Yeah, I think the reason that the body count thing is like more striking in this one because I don't know if it's an issue that like if they wanted to make a darker movie or they wanted to make a more grounded movie but I think the problem is that to me by the end I, I this is not making any like um excuses for Peter cuz he's the worst but it feels like partly Aslan's fault to me cuz he's just like his his excuse is just like yeah. well things can't happen the no same boy. way twice I'm like why yeah. not why yeah. What? What, are you, what does that even I, mean? This yeah. was
3: no. This was my letterbox review too. Because I literally was like, <laughs> this whole time, Aslan's like, "Tee hee hee, Lucy sees me. Wait until Lucy comes, finds me." And it's like, you're there the whole time, dude. Like, just yeah. burst in and save Ugh. them. Like, stop with all this. I have to be mysterious because I am Aslan, the lion. Mm. Like.
1: Yeah, it just well, is very well, frustrating, so-
3: especially when they're all getting slaughtered. I'm like, all these Narnians are here for Aslan, and Aslan is lurking in the woods, <laughs> like I'll come at the time that I come. Like when what Lucy comes, and then he's mad Not Lucy yet. didn't come
2: to find him. Like, what do you want? Like, a, what is she twelve? Like her to wander in the woods alone? Like, what was what was she supposed to do? I don't know. It's, he's very annoying.
0: Yeah. I mean, and Liam I Neeson is clearly done at this point yeah, too he's yeah. so done <laughs> Yeah.
1: I, I, well I don't know if, if it's supposed to be like allegory for like a free will you know like that God I don't know you know the argument that God doesn't interfere with free will but I would say that if that's what it's supposed to be it does a poor job it's Not okay well, I don't it, know it that can't was be like because, because
3: wasn't C.S. Lewis a, a Calvinist so he believed in predestination not free was will he? Oh, I, I didn't so. know that. Well, well, so I could be twist. wrong. I could be wrong. C.S. Lewis, what's here. going on here?
0: <laughs> well, one of the things I, I remember in the book, because they change this quite a bit, is it's like Lucy does that same thing about like, I see Aslan, let's go this way. And they're just like, shut up. And they go the other way. They run into the danger, and then they go, okay, on second thought, let's go Lucy's way. And then they all go there and then they get to Aslan. And he's like, okay, now that you're here, Peter and Edmund, you're going to Caspian He's like, and like, lady, it's a little sexist, but it's like, and ladies, you stay here with me. Classic. So I think that, so I think if I were to make a connection, it's like, okay, like God equips us and like puts us in people's lives to help them. Like that kind of be the miracle, like sensation, which that's like, even that's messy too. Like, it's not a perfect analogy, but at least that I can kind of like track and be like, okay, Mm. here. Yeah. No, it's just like Aslan's being a jerk.
1: Like as media. Obviously, we know why, we know that C.S. Lewis wanted that in the books. But sure. when they're making a movie, you can't go to this blockbuster <laughs> anticipating religious founding on a really? secular Disney production.
0: Really? Because,
1: you can't expect it as if you're owed it. Because because it, that's the thing. You don't know who's involved. That's not the reason they're making this.
0: I think people, I mean, I think maybe we think that now, but again, like this is like, Post Passion of the Christ, post Christian movies being like, hey, we're here to play, mm. and like Christian audiences going in thinking like we're taking over Hollywood. They're gonna do yeah. all of this. So I'm not saying it's on them. But
1: this franchise, in my mind, it's a Disney Disney property. Sure. Created after Harry Potter, after Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. It seems like this is Disney's epic, right? Right. So are yeah. like, oh, oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Wonder-filled child <laughs> book <laughs> with *Lion the Witch in the Wardrobe*. Right. And it's like, all right, let's try to do sequels because the first one was impactful. But the- and they hop from like, um, the Sorcerer's Stone to like Half Blood Prince with one movie. Like that's but- how it feels to me.
0: But to get back to you know, like you were saying, they're not going to like be super religious with it. Like lest we forget, they added a line to the first one where Aslan kills the White Witch, then says it is finished. So I mean, like they're not a. They're not afraid to get Jesus-y with this one, you know. Yeah,
1: I guess, but I, I, I just think because it, 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 it's not—it's
0: not a problem for me. I'm just yeah, the production
1: think, convolutes uh, it. You can't. I, I personally yeah. believe you can't depend on this film to bring you the religious foundings you're hoping C. S. Lewis shared <laughs> in the book because it's—it's not going to be the same thing. It's no. going to be completely different.
0: Right.
3: Yeah, I think one of the main issues with it is that, like in the first one. It's the like Aslan sits at the center of Mm, the first movie and book. Um, Like everything is about Aslan. There's whispers of Aslan the whole time. Aslan's coming, the prophecy, blah, 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 blah. And he is in all the major scenes of like Aslan's going to save the day. And then in this one, it's like he's just not there at all. And maybe they could have leaned heavier into that. Like where has Aslan been? Why is he not here? And the Narnians being hurt by that because otherwise it makes no sense for him to come so late in the game because it's kind of just like the only mention of Aslan we have is her being like, oh, I see him. And I think they could have also leaned heavier into Peter being like, why? Because he has that one offhanded line where he's like, well, why don't I see him? And it's like, Mm -hmm. I wish it would have kind of, leaned into that more of like showing Peter and Susan's emotion of like not being able to see him and what that meant. Yeah. And then the Narnians like feeling like they were mm. left by him. I don't know. It just felt very like Oh yeah. by the time he finally got there and then he's just like roar and the wave comes. I'm like, what is he even here for? Why did he even come
0: yeah. Yeah. to this yeah. show? Like Well,
1: then you think <laughs> of the third movie too, where he's like, ugh.
0: Come to heaven, everyone. It's Woo! like his head shot. Yeah. So weird. Yeah.
1: It's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. I wish we got a scene at Prince Caspian where like um, Aslan like slapped Peter across the face <laughs> and was like, get it together.
2: He just comes out of the woods like, I'm tired of waiting for you. Um,
0: no, I, yeah. I want it to be. Did you see when Donald Glover was on uh, Jimmy Kimmel wearing like a lion costume? No. I want it yeah. to be Donald Glover in that costume. Mm. <laughs> in the woods. <laughs>
2: Um, yes. Yeah, I think <laughs> the first movie is obviously just a very straightforward allegory. So it's really easy to put religious themes yeah. in that one. With this movie, it's a lot, you have to be a lot more intentional. And I think if they did try to do it, the, the theology in this movie is really bad. Um, yeah, like we already mm-hmm. said with Aslan, um, but then there's the line about Peter and he's like, Why can't I see Aslan? I think this is maybe to Susan. And he's like, maybe you haven't proven to yourself to him. I'm like, what is... What? That is dumb. Yeah,
1: that's bad. And also,
2: at the end, when he's like, you guys, maybe... Like, he's trying to... He's going to send the other people back to Earth. Um... And the like, three people raise their hand and go to the front, and he's like, "Because you spoke first, you'll have a good life." And I'm like, "What? Mm-hmm. That is ridiculous. That is ridiculous." And I think yeah. it makes him <laughs> s- so annoying. Like, it's can you awful. imagine any of them
0: going to like a job interview <laughs> in like 1940s, like London, where, where they're just like sitting down? All right, so uh, what are your skills? Stabbing people, fighting.
1: Archery.
2: But they would get the job interview because they spoke well, first, so they had the good yeah, you, life.
1: Yeah, I do would agree Do you have a birth certificate? Do you have? It's it's weak theology if we're if oh, we're gosh. putting it to that.
0: And and this movie made me think I didn't like Regina Specter. because <gasps> I'm watching the movie. No. I, I, no, I love wrong. her. I, no, no, here it is. No, 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 wait, 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 wait. Whatever let me, you're gonna let me do my say, thing. it's wrong. The call is an incredible song. The call is an <laughs> absolutely incredible song. But I've been watching this movie with no, like, established songs in it. It's just the score. And so when I'm watching it and Susan has that, like, weird kiss with Caspian. In front of
1: so many people. And then it just
0: cuts to, it started out as a feel. I just went, like, what is happening? What? Okay, like, maybe
2: it's a little on the nose now? but this is w- an iconic it's needle drop. It's a great drop. song though. This needle At, drop yeah. is so iconic. I the think amount, it's great. The, the depths of depression now, yeah. that this needle drop has sent me into is you cannot measure. Um, yeah yeah you know, I think I it love, is very again, on the nose but I have a lot of nostalgia for it so.
0: She's top 20 I, artists for me. I'll, I'll say that but in the context of the movie again I was just like where is this coming from?
1: I think what the movie lacks in um, maybe good cinema <laughs> they make up in, in in good music if they had mm. regina
0: spector sing the whole way throughout the movie this would be my favorite movie
3: interesting
2: yeah i love the ne- i think the needle drop is great it's like
3: at I the end of it. the movie
2: i was like man I like did it. It. was this a 5 out of 5 like
0: it's just like, it's wow, a great like needle it. drop i don't know i like it now but i remember sitting in the theater when that happened and i was just like
2: what? No, I remember crying. I that that's I a bad. That, yeah,
0: I, I remember going going being like, and, they're like they're never like, coming YouTube. back to Narnia. Yeah. They're never going back.
2: <laughs> Man, so sad.
0: <laughs> mm. Oh, can we talk about Susan? Yeah. She's terrible. Please. Yeah, her She's her bad.
2: Is bad bad arc for her.
3: Well, here I, is my main problem with this is yeah. they do not know how to treat women in these films. Nope. Because Lucy can easily fit into the child role, I guess, the innocent, sweet. She's kind of just does her own thing anyway. Susan is, like, one of the best archers ever. She clearly proved herself in the previous one as being a fighter. And then multiple times in this, she's the one who's shooting the arrows that are saving the people, not Mm. freaking Peter and his stupid sword. (laughs) And it's like... Why are we still having her Sir, The only purpose she's serving is to be like, ooh, maybe she likes Caspian and Caspian (laughs) likes her. Like, what is happening? I just don't understand. Because she could be cool. And instead they kind of are just like, oh, we're Mm. lame old Susan. They they give her like a setup of potential where like at the
1: beginning, the Hufflepuff guy comes and (laughs) talks to her and the she's like boy? Yeah. yeah and she's like not having it so it, you almost set up the fact that she's like I don't really care about dating right now yeah. like I don't want and then later she's like you know, all up with Caspian, where it's like. For no reason. I wish.
2: Like, what is the reason that Caspian breaks through this wall of defense that she's put up? Well, like, what is no it about? There's no
3: chemistry. Like, there's not even there's any no moments chemistry. between them at all. And then all of a sudden they kiss. And I'm you like,
2: need to call me where
3: again. did this come from? Because, like, Peter and Caspian should have kissed mm. if we're alone. Oh,
2: like, no. It's <laughs> true. I think they had If anyone had the yeah.
3: chemistry, <laughs> it was Peter and Caspian. That's, and it's like, yeah. my, I don't know. And and his think, flashlight. I, I, yeah,
0: you know what? Though, <laughs> his flashlight. if you had, but again, if you had done that well, like the Susan and Caspian thing, then I get like that's another reason why Peter doesn't like Caspian. It's like it, the stuff in here is just like it's all in the wrong place. Mm. Like I feel like yeah. I feel like someone had a, a mediocre puzzle and they just like were like the pieces didn't go together, so I kind of glued it together, and it's like uh, <laughs> well.
1: Even like no. Anna Anna Popwell, mm-hmm. yeah. who plays Susan, was like, "I want her to fight more in this movie," which could have given <laughs> and they were opportunity
0: like, go to go stand
2: over there. Yeah, like yeah. cool. Here is her a, story. Like, Here is a bow. Stand there.
1: <laughs> Shoot.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, I think it's her. Yeah. Her character is very underused, um, and I feel like after two movies, she's the character I understand the least. Like, I have no idea.
3: Yeah, and and she does have a couple. It's uh, like moments that are show you a hint of that. Like you said, with the guy in London, and then she has that moment where she can't shoot the bear, Mm. and I think Mm -hmm. that is very in a very interesting character moment for Mm -hmm. her. And then from there, we don't get like anything.
1: Yeah, going into Voyage of the Dawn Treader, where Lucy's like, (laughs) I was about to make that joke. Lucy's like, Oh my gosh, (laughs) Susan's so beautiful. She's so awesome. And I'm like. Okay, like physically, sure, but like, what what is beautiful about Susan? She's quiet and like doesn't go against what Peter says. She's a quiet, submissive woman. Like, we're showing our sexist mm. hands here. Like, yeah. Lucy, the, Lucy's Lucy's Don-
2: trying to do too much. He's trying to move the plot too much. Be too much of an active character. Gotta be. passive. and
0: Don Treader when. <laughs> When Lucy's talking to Caspian and she's like brushing her hair over here, and she's like, Have you found yourself a queen in these years? And I was like,
2: like, ah, Nope, nope. And Caspian ugh. speaks in yeah. his accentless
0: voice. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> he goes full Halle Berry in the X Men movies <laughs> or Elizabeth Olsen, a Scarlet Witch. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, folks, it's about that time where we're going to use our. Manners Just like when they offered you more beef stew At the fellowship hall on a Sunday after church When I offer you more of a Prince Caspian uh, I'd like for you to please give me a, a yes please or, or a no thank you So uh, Noah mm. We've got, we've got some, some beef stew for you over here uh, Gladys made it uh, Would you like some?
2: This is, a pretty, this is a kind of a tough one um, because I don't think this is a very good movie um objectively, I think that there are some scenes- some things that I really liked from like when I watched it as a kid, and that I think some of the action scenes are still pretty good and interesting, and i I guess that's really it and I like the ending, um, the song at the end. So the really the only reason I'm thinking about maybe taking this do is just because of really that song at the end. I don't want to let go of that, but <laughs> I'm gonna have to say I'm gonna have to say no on this one. Uh, 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 yeah, I'm gonna have to say no. Yeah, because I could just have the first one, and the first one is is gives me most of what I would want from this
0: one. All right, well, uh, Kayla. The uh, the crockpot's coming to you. Uh, can I interest you in, in in some?
3: I'm gonna I'm gonna say no, thank you. I think if you had asked me this question ten years ago, I would have given you like a hundred thousand times <laughs> yes. Uh, now watching it again, I think there's just a lot of kind of problematic elements in it. I think there's misogyny and yeah. probably some kind of racist. Oh yeah, uh, with the
2: Telmarins, with the oh. what what is the Not names? even yeah. just,
3: I mean with them, but like comments that they make about the Narnians yep. are very yeah. like off-putting. Mm. And uh, yeah. The, the yeah, there's just a lot about this movie that I don't like thematically, which is why I think I have to say no on this one. But I didn't okay. hate watching it, so.
0: All right. Well, uh, well, Hannah, we have an abundance of stew, and uh, we don't want no leftovers at this event, so uh, can I interest you in some?
1: I, I feel pretty torn. I almost want to say no today, but I might say yes another day because when we were re-watching it, I was excited to see it again. And I sure. think I would mm-hmm. watch this again, you mm-hmm. know, and maybe be a little excited about it. I guess, like, to put it, yeah, because there is, I mean, misogyny, racism, bad stuff. Um, it, it almost started out as a feeling.
2: It did. Which then it did.
1: grew into a hope. So true. Which, I mean, I'll be, I'll come back when they call me but hmm. for now I'll come no back when
2: <laughs> Prince Caspian calls me yeah
0: yes. this is
1: home <laughs> <laughs> Different song. <laughs> alright well,
0: well then I guess I guess what I'll do is I'm gonna I'll say yes please because I don't want to be rude mm. and I'll like maybe fill it up in like a little like Tupperware container and then take it home and throw it out tomorrow Um, I feel like you always bend the rules of
2: this yes, no, please. Like, I was like, (laughs) I didn't know the Tupperware was an option. (laughs) Like,
0: So it's a thing where, like, I feel like there is something where I always forget that I'm not really crazy about this movie. Mm -hmm. And I always get, like, kind of excited to rewatch it. But then, like, at about the 15-minute mark, I'm kind of, you know, on my phone or, you know like doing something else so it's it's unfortunate i don't like i really don't know how you could have made this better mm. um i was actually thinking maybe if you went in order of the release where you did magician's nephew Which witch the lord of Portion is boring this so we knew narnia and like really loved the world and we'd now be devastated by the fourth movie of like oh no mm. i feel like you could have earned that mm. but they didn't <laughs> so you know i think we could like wax poetic about like what they meant to do or or like this one little inkling of an idea is OK. But if I'm taking it for what it is, uh, it unfortunately does have to be a no. Thank you.
1: All right. Well, it's time to play everyone's favorite game. C.S. Lewis quote or Beyonce lyric. Ooh. Um. Shh, <laughs>
0: Mm. So, I feel like I won't be very good at this.
1: We're going to guess, am I reading a C.S. Lewis quote or a Briance? Uh, Briance. <laughs> <Brianne>. B-
0: <Brianne. laughs>
1: or as I heard someone pronounce it once, Benoids. Um, <laughs> yes,
2: <Beyonce>. popular artist.
1: <laughs> Benoids mm. uh, or Beyonce lyrics. Yes, yes, yes. All right.
2: Mm.
1: Are we ready? I am. Yes. First one. Perfection is the disease of a nation. <laughs>
2: Dang it!
3: I'm gonna say that that is a C.S. Lewis quote. Hmm.
2: I'm going to go Beyonce on that one.
0: I'm gonna go Beyonce as well. I think. Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure why, but I feel like C.S. might have wanted. Per-
2: <laughs> no, I mean he seemed pretty open minded. I don't know.
1: Deleting hmm? posts. <laughs> <Both. laughs> Uh, that is a Beyoncé lyric. Wow. Mm. It's a lyric? Yeah, I don't remember which song. Oh, okay. Mm.
2: But it is a lyric. Very cool. It is a
1: lyric.
0: Nice. <laughs> like, Beyoncé's deep. That's not like something she said while she was like filming Lion King, right?
1: Okay. Oh, no. Should I it's take the Lion in King In passing. Lyric <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. All right. Next one. Now the trouble about trying to make yourself stupider than you really are is that you often succeed.
2: That's C.S. that's C.S. Lewis, I I would think. That's got it.
3: Yeah.
0: Too long. For I can't a
3: imagine Beyonce using the <laughs> word stupider. The
0: problem with trying to be <laughs> stupider. <laughs> I see a man in a tweed. I see a man in a tweed jacket with a pipe saying that. Yeah, with a British accent. The problem with being more stupid.
1: Yeah. That is a C.S. Lewis quote. Mm-hmm. Boom. I, and then Beyonce sampled was so it hard. <laughs> Yeah, hard <laughs> I wanted to use the Beyonce lyric the I, I sneezed on the beat And the beat got sick But oh, I was, love uh, that lyric uh, That, that, that would have been uh,
2: um, A great Trump C.S. Lewis quote Really one of his yeah. greatest Theological <laughs> ideas there
0: that, That's what Aslan said after
2: <laughs> Yeah right He was too sick to help yeah. So he, yeah, he's, he's sneezing, he went, was sneezing yeah. in the forest. <laughs> he's recovering.
1: Okay, next one. Okay. Stop making a big deal out
3: of little things.
2: Hmm. this is a tough one.
3: I'm gonna say that this is, uh, Beyonce.
0: That sounds, like, very Christian to me, though. I feel like I could hear, like, an overzealous youth pastor saying that. Well, so I'm, I'm saying gonna, C.S. I'm Lewis go CS. on this one. yeah. Ayla. Wow.
1: It's a Beyonce lyric.
0: <laughs> Dang it. Wow. 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 I would like my last remark stricken from the record. Yeah,
1: I don't think it works like that. <laughs> I am the dragon breathing fire. Beautiful mane, I am the lion.
2: This has to be Gee. Beyonce, <laughs> unless he's speaking in Aslan first person. I would love that. C.S. Lewis cosplays Aslan.
3: I don't know. I'm torn on this one.
2: No, I'm saying, I, I'm saying Beyonce. I think,
0: but you know, it feels like a trick. It feels like a trick. though.
2: But she loves lion references though too, so it's really tough. That's. It's a really tough.
3: Can one. you read it? Wait, can you read it yeah, again? Yeah, let's hear it maybe
2: one more
0: time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me see if I can imagine a British man at Oxford reading this. <sighs>
3: so. I am
1: the dragon breathing fire. Beautiful mane, I am the lion.
0: Mm,
2: well, this could be. Are we including like books? Because would this be like maybe something that he wrote in a book? was that we camp? are including Okay. Books. The screw tape yeah, that's what I was well, thinking. Well, yeah,
3: that's what I was thinking the script Okay. Tape yeah. yeah, I'm going to say, gonna C. say Lewis C.S. Lewis C.S. Lewis. I was also.
2: thinking yeah. if cuz if we're including books, that would make sense.
3: Yeah, right. I'm kind of torn. I was leaning towards C.S. Lewis. Um but at <laughs> but was, the same time, I'm going to say Beyonce. I would,
0: <laughs> I would love it if he was just like chilling with J.R.R. Tolkien one time. He's he like hey, bro, I am the, lion. the dragon breathing fire. <laughs>
3: I don't know. I definitely think it could be C.S. Lewis, but I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna go with Beyonce. <laughs> it's a Beyonce lyric. Wow.
0: Yes. I, I, felt I, like
3: I got like a little tricky out there. on
0: that one. Yeah. It is
1: a tricky. It I, is a tricky I one because like he
2: does like his descriptions too. That's one reason I don't really like his writing because he's too descriptive. Interesting. And I don't like too many descriptions when I read. So. Mm. Yeah, that's a good one.
0: I All like. Right. Pic- I like pictures. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, next one. Yes. Crying is all right while it lasts, but sooner or later, you have to stop and decide
3: what to do. Hmm. I think this is C.S. Lewis.
2: I would think that too. I just thinking, like, would he say, like, it seems very direct. Like, he seems very flowery. I think Beyonce's
0: would be more like empowering, yeah.
2: So I'm going to say, I'll say C.S. Lewis, yeah. I just, I'll say C.S. Lewis. It does sound a little weird, but maybe, yeah.
1: It's C.S. Lewis.
0: Nice. Good.
2: Good. C.S. Lewis, like, sees I someone sc- that crying on bit. the side of the road <laughs> and is like, no, you have to decide what to do now. You've been crying yeah. too long. Yeah. Decide. Make your decision.
0: <laughs> that was, that he told that to Tolkien after they said, you have to split this book up into three. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Last one. Yes. If you love deeply, you're going to get hurt, but it's still worth it.
2: Beyonce. Beyonce.
3: Yeah. Um. <laughs> I'll say Beyonce. That's a C. S. Lewis. Oh quote. dang <laughs> it! I quit. I quit. <laughs> uh, see, I originally leaned C. S. Lewis, and then I was th- I rethought it.
2: Yeah. I, yeah. I, I the thing guess with this game, myself. whenever you second guess, that's what, that's what does you in, man.
3: That's true. This
2: is
0: not one. Of, that that was way harder than I thought it was going
1: to be. <laughs> I I'm not gonna lie. I did paraphrase some of the. C.S. Lewis quotes not completely but if I read it the way they were exactly written Mm. listen to this crying is alright in its way while it lasts you would have known that was C. S. Yeah. Lewis. Like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't
0: have because Beyonce is a great in lyricist. Way. so
1: yeah, but she doesn't. Yeah, he like, sounds like very
0: British. He's talking in
3: roundabout. That's he's true. He's not. She, yeah, I mean, she's Beyonce's not like direct. and ba, crying, crying. Like it's like. <laughs> in is, it's that your, is that your? Is that your impression of
2: a Beyonce song? <laughs> what song is this? Yeah, I
3: mean, I I don't know. I can't. I can't impersonate. No one can impersonate Beyonce. That's true. Beyonce, That's, so. true. Oh. That's true.
1: That's true. E-
2: except for C. S. Lewis. R.I.P. R- R- C.S. Lewis. You would have loved Beyonce. I <laughs> <Would've>
0: love Beyonce. <laughs> oh goodness. In conclusion, folks, um, you know, if you're on the fence about Prince Caspian, uh, maybe I don't know, skip this one and you know, watch Turning Red or mm. the Batman, yeah, or or I don't know, listen to Beyonce or, or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Or you could make your way over to Apple, Spotify or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcast and check out secondhand film critics. Uh recently, like your episodes have been like real like on point and like fire and I've really I've really been enjoying the this season of the show. Thank you. Uh, Yeah, I I was uh listening to the Turning Red episode on my way back from uh from work and I was like this is it was good stuff. I no, I I liked I liked it good. because it's like with, to hear. with with turning red, I'm so sick of like the conversation about like well I heard that there's girls in this movie who are mm. disrespectful. I'm like shut yeah. up. Yeah. Like yes. so it's nice to hear people just talk about like this is a good movie. And I was like it, yeah, it was so
2: a good, good movie. It was very good.
0: It was yeah. a very yeah. good movie. Yeah. yeah. But you're you're the Batman episode also. I had. Oh uh, yeah, that you. one I did that think was good. Was a fun like episode. I was like <laughs> okay, yeah. this one is good. <laughs> But yeah, so check out Secondhand Film Critics. Also check out Noah's Music. We'll put links in the description. Hannah, is there anything that you would like to plug?
1: Actually, I'm going to take this um, opportunity to plug the movie Turning Red. Oh, wow. Because um, <laughs> I am also really upset about everyone complaining mm. um, because I think a lot of it's rooted in uh, racism and sexism. Yes, absolutely. Totally agree. And uh, you can't say it's Unrelatable when like Like There are cars becoming international Spies like
0: You that know the best Worldwide story example. Cars too <laughs>
1: The thing is you don't You don't watch You don't have to watch a movie for it to be relatable Yes, And it is relatable And stop freaking out about how They talk openly about Sexual feelings because we all have them. Mm. Uh, you know, that's a normal part of well, life and they're people saying who do like, feel that.
3: Oh, 13-year-old girls don't feel this. And I'm like, you need to read my diary <laughs> entries when I was 12 exactly. and 13 yeah. because I was writing stuff about how hot I thought Anakin was in the third Star Wars. And, like, if he I was. could draw, I probably would have drawn pictures of him, too, yep. so...
0: Yep. You know, and this, in, this in eighth grade, the two best movies about eighth grade. I mm.
3: I do think uh, on your point, Hannah, though, that uh, like a lot of what I've seen is really targeted at young girls, like yeah. having control over their own decisions and bodies, mm. and mm-hmm. it's very like rooted in sexism, and I do think racism yeah. has a lot to do with it as well. But I mm-hmm. I think specifically sexism towards yeah. Conservative people wanting to be able to control women, and yeah, this absolutely. basically tells them that young girls get to decide things for themselves, and it's like they that's don't what like makes it. them mad. They don't like it.
1: Yeah. No. Yeah. Stop. And, <laughs> in addition to plugging Turning Red, I'll also plug the Godfellas Instagram at Godfellas the Pod.
2: <laughs> Very comparable things.
0: Yes. Peace. Ah. Very nice. Very nice. Um, and I uh would like to. Announce next week's episode. Next week's episode, ladies and gentlemen, uh, is we're talking about the Passion of the Christ. Oh man, with uh, with some very uh, interesting guests. Passion of the Christ will be our our kind of final episode for a little while. Then in April, we are going to be turning off the mics because Hannah and I will be very busy with wedding stuff. Mm-hmm. But we will be back in May, and we are really Thank excited. Goodness. But in the meantime, again, go listen to secondhand film critics Ooh, and uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. Neither, Neither of us are getting married, no so we have nothing to do <laughs> but make episodes. <laughs> so
1: that's true. On our hiatus, just listen to the secondhand. I mean, listen to them all the time. Though. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But especially catch up
3: on old secondhand film critic episodes. Mm. Yeah. Well, I think we are also taking a break the week of your wedding, yeah. though. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Mm. Very exciting. Mm-hmm.
0: Listen to listen to thank the academy that week. Yeah, that week yeah. Is, you've got to fill in the week somehow. Yeah, fill in yeah. weeks. <laughs> there we go. But until next time, I've been King Zach.
1: And because this is my last episode before the hiatus, this is the last time I've been
3: missed, Anna.
2: Oh. Wow. <gasps> wow. Isn't that crazy.
3: I've been single, Hannah. Uh, and I am Kayla, also known as Reaper Cheap, uh, the Rascal. Ooh.
2: And I am Noah Specter.
0: Oh, uh, nice. Ooh. Yes, very good. Very good.
3: Yeah, I have to say though, when I started watching this, I so I watched this on Disney Plus, and Disney Plus recently has started adding foreign language films, uh, no, shows to their platform, Ooh. and there's a show, but it doesn't automatically play it in the foreign language. It plays it with the English dub, and I wanted to see what this was. So I clicked on the show and then changed it to the French dub, and I didn't change the the audio back to english and so i watched the first 20 minutes of this movie and did not even realize that i had it in <gasps> french because yes. i'm so used to watching movies in a foreign language yeah. that like and with the talmaranians <clears throat> or whatever i i like i would it was like oh maybe they just spoke like i just took it as them speaking sure. in a different language and then even went all the way through Susan's and Lucy's scene at the train station, all the way through the fight until Peter was like saying that he was bumped or whatever and couldn't let it go. So and then I funny. was like wait a second (laughs) is Is he talking in french (laughs) (laughs) and it just was so funny to me because I, i like i for some reason it didn't even process at all that i was watching it in french and not in english